You're listening to the Forrester Technopolitics Podcast, inspiring commentary and intelligent insight from experts in the thick of it. Hi, everyone. I'm Mike Gualtieri. Welcome to another episode of Forrester Technopolitics. I'm here with James Staten, Vice President and Principal Analyst. Hi, James. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. James are, is our, one, among other things, you're our cloud expert. Yeah. And we, want, we haven't talked a lot about cloud on technopolitics, and we wanted to ask you what's on your mind. And sure. I know that you've had some recent thoughts about hybrid cloud. Yeah, so there's been all this discussion for the last year to year and a half about hybrid, and it's always portrayed as the future. And what I want people to recognize is that your organization, somewhere in your organization, you're already consuming cloud services. And there's a good chance that the people consuming that service have already connected to something in the back end, which means you're already hybrid. Well, take a step back. What do you mean by hybrid? Because there there might be a lot of listeners who don't. You know, who aren't familiar with the lingo. Yeah. So hybrid really means connecting cloud with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you've got any cloud service, whether you create it yourself or it's a SaaS application or anything on the outside world that you're consuming, the moment you tie it into a business function and you tie it to a pre-existing business capability, you're hybrid. So the application of the business service or what you're trying to accomplish is a hybrid because it's consuming two different types of resources, one of which is cloud. And that's what we mean by hybrid cloud. Uh, And this has actually been happening in a lot of companies for a long time. But for some reason, the IT leadership tends to think about hybrid as, well, when I'm hybrid, when they typically draw a really narrow definition, they say, when I have a public cloud and I have a private cloud, then I'll link the two and that'll be hybrid. I see. Um, And I think that's kind of unrealistic because for a lot of organizations, they actually don't know what the private cloud is actually going to be. They don't know when they're going to do it. They may be cloud washing their virtualization environment right now and call that their private cloud. But it's really the connection between these things that's more important. That's what you really need to focus on and manage. Why do you think they're – I mean if a company takes on Salesforce, which is SaaS, it's software as a service cloud, uh, and they're run, say they do some sort of big data analytics thing in Cloudera, that's cloud, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you think IT is not saying that we're hybrid? Is it because they didn't build it? I think it's they didn't build it, and they don't know if they have a role or responsibility with it right now. So just in the example you brought up, that might be the marketing department and the sales department who are doing those two things. Independently of IT. Independently of IT. Largely. managing these things. But there's probably some developer they've asked, an external consultant or even somebody who works in the IT department, they've asked them to, can you tie this Salesforce information into the Oracle business suite so we can pull some information out? The moment that's happened, you're hybrid. And does IT have a role? Yeah, you absolutely should, because what could they be doing with this data? Are they just reading? Make sure that's the case. Maybe they're copying this data. Maybe they're modifying this data. Maybe they're drawing conclusions from this data that they shouldn't. Maybe they're creating security risks that you're not aware of. These things have to be at least looked at, if not managed. Mm -hmm. Now, hybrids can be good or bad, can't they? I mean, I I think of... uh, I think of very scary experiments that say they they do in the doctor of uh, the island of Doctor Moreau. Yeah, remember that movie? Yeah, like he's creating hybrids there. And yeah, he's creating scary. hybrids, and and hybrid is always with good intentions, mm-hmm. but it can <laughs> oftentimes be the subject of the laws of unintended consequences. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you like for example? Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, hybrid corn out there <laughs> that's very more productive. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so I guess that's good hybrid. But well, I mean, that, that's so that's an open debate. So you know, every every single bit of hybrid, whether it's 
business technology, whether it's a business service, mm-hmm. whether it's you know a product that's being created, we all do it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. But we don't always think through or um, have the ability to understand all the ramifications mm-hmm. of that hybridization that we put in place. So like, I know that you talk a lot of, to customers about the mobile experience mm-hmm. um, and how they can make that experience better. Well, nobody wants to have a mobile experience that mirrors the website. Um, you want it to do more. You want to be able to log in. You want to be able to order. You want to be able to buy. You want mm-hmm. to be able to customize. Well, that means you're going to be capturing um, and creating new information that has to be written to some other system in order for that f- finish of the customer experience to take place, mm-hmm. um, which means you're going to go hybrid right away. But there can be all sorts of ramifications. Mm-hmm. So like a simple example, you brought up the one about Salesforce doing some analytics. Right. Well, I'm not going to do analytics and do nothing. I'm going to take action. I might create a new service. I may mm-hmm. want to discount a product. Um, I may want to do a promotion on a product. Well, wouldn't it be nice to know if you're going to do something that affects one of the products that the manufacturing line can actually do something about the new right. volume so that you, can so come you, from that? So you're saying a scenario would be you're doing some analytics and Salesforce, that has to feed back into, say, an uh, SAP ERP system. Potentially. Uh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, so, you're, so it sounds like your advice is, look, hybrid is definitely here, yeah. and firms are going to need to use hybrid. But this is not future. This, this is, is not now. future. What you should do is you should figure out what is, what is your hybrid architecture now? What systems are talking to what systems? For what purpose? Get at least a map of this in place. Once you've got a map in place, now you can start saying, what do I need to monitor? Or you could cry because it's so <laughs> messy. You could, yeah. Sadly, there's more <laughs> spaghetti hybrid than there is sort of planned. Yeah. But once you sort of get a sense of what does that map look like, then you can start to figure out, out of this whole map, do I need to just follow this path? Um, do I need to monitor that path? Is this path potentially going to cause uh, a problem? That is what the CIO needs to bring to the C-suite. Here's what we found. We're using the hybrid in this way. And uh, why did we miss our target last quarter? Well, actually, when I put the map together, I realized that we had a promotion over here that couldn't be fulfilled over there. Mm -hmm. Um, Or we opened up a new channel for support um, that we thought was connected to the whole support system, and it's not. Mm -hmm. Um, Or it's connected to the support system, but they can't correlate. You know, little things like this can really cause hybrid architectures to create business problems. And it seems like all of the hybrid circumstances that you're talking about, I mean, fundamentally, it it involves an exchange of information. Yeah. Are there tools that that can help with – you know, hybridizing your cloud environment or these traditional data integration tools? You know, there's probably more tools to help you become hybrid than there are to <laughs> fix the problem or to manage it and monitor I it. See. I think that's one of the challenges. What do you mean by have. that? Like there's, well, just as you said, yeah. so traditional integration ac- exercises and tools, those are the things that allow you to become hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Salesforce and all the SaaS guys are great about exposing all these APIs and letting you do integration points and everybody speaks ODBC, JDBC, great, all that's mm-hmm. wonderful. But then when it comes down to monitoring those relationships. That's where we typically have poor tools. You know, even in, in your space, when you look at an application, what's the overall application's performance? Um, well, if I don't see the front end, if I don't see the caching layer, if I don't see the back end, I have no idea. Um, and it's even worse in a hybrid architecture. Can I tell if the JDBC connection queue is big enough? Great. But that doesn't tell me what's going through the queue. It doesn't tell me if it's a business transaction completing. It doesn't tell me when a write request has been made to the Oracle ODBC uh, driver that that Oracle database should actually receive and accept the write. This sounds extraordinarily messy. Yeah. How long is it going to be messy? Well, I'll tell you, the, the, the longer you take to start looking at your hybrid architecture, the worse it's going to get. Yeah. Um, and that's something that enterprises are really going to have to pay attention to right now. The faster you acknowledge you're already hybrid and I need to do something about it, 
the less out of control this is going to be for you. And what what role within IT needs to address this hybrid? Because it seems to span yeah. – I mean, it's not just infrastructure. It's not just app dev. It's not yeah. just data management. I mean, this seems like it's a big initiative. Yeah, I think it's a big initiative. And the C-suite is going to have to sort of own this and take it forward. But the people that have to be involved, if it, if the marketing or business side brought the, the cloud application in, they have a degree of responsibility. Right. The operations team has a degree of responsibility because they own the back office. And most often, the hybrid is the front end talking to the back end. And then the app dev is usually the team that either put the integrations in place or could make sense of those integrations. Right. So that is, at a minimum, the three that need to be part of this. Great. James Staten, thank you for joining Technopolitics. Glad to be here. You've been listening to the Forrester Technopolitics podcast. Read more about the technology fuel disruption and join the discussion at blogs.forrester.com.